Hey everyone, this is John with Old Fat Guys Opinions Podcast. Uh, Sorry, it's been a couple of days. Uh, I've been curled up in a ball crying about election results, but you know, it is what it is. People vote, people do what they want to do, and then we uh, live with the results later on. But anyway, moving on. So anyway, like I've always said before, Uh, This is a podcast about my own opinions and observations. Um, If you like my opinions and observations, then great, we are on the same page. If you don't like my opinions and observations and your feelings get hurt, then you need to go see a doctor to have that stick removed from out of your ass. So anyway, we are on location today. I'm literally sitting in my truck outside of work because... Uh, For some reason, I got up extra early and decided to leave. So now I'm doing what I get to enjoy the most, is sit in the parking lot and watch people park and drive around. Uh, So during this podcast, if I happen to make a comment, that's about someone driving by me or trying to park. But anyway... This podcast is going to be about jobs. Jobs I've had... Um, and my experiences, um, and I guarantee you some of my stories and observations fit some of the jobs that you've had. So my very first job, um, I was working at a grocery store, which I think that's pretty much everyone's first job or slinging burgers at your local McDonald's. Um, those are typically the first jobs of, um, young, uh, teenagers trying to make it big in the world. Um, but yeah, so my first job, I was uh, called a courtesy clerk, which is the one that um, bags your groceries um, and goes and pulls the carts. Well, I worked at this job for, I don't know, three years. I started there when I was 15, lasted till I was 18. Um, did a lot of crazy things at this job, a lot of things that I shouldn't have done. But I think my manager was trying to kill me because she didn't like me. Like, for example, uh, one day uh, I was at work and she called like four of us courtesy clerks up. And she's like, I need you guys to go collect all the trash cans, all the trash bags around the store and take them to the back. And we kind of looked at her and we're like, isn't there a maintenance guy that does that? And she goes, yeah, but I need you guys to do it real quick. So we run around and we collect all these bags and we take them to the back. And then all of a sudden she comes back there and she goes, okay, good. Um, The police are on their way. And we're like, what do you mean the police are on their way? And she goes, well, someone called in a bomb threat and said that they were in, it was in one of the trash bags. And I looked at her and I'm like, you had us run around and collect trash bags because you thought there was a bomb in there. And she goes, yeah, I literally was like 16 years old and she's got me running around collecting bags with a possible bomb in it. We all looked at her and we said, why would you have us do it? And she goes, well, you guys can do it quick. If I asked the maintenance guy, it would take him forever. So thank God there wasn't any bomb in any of the trash bags. I flirted with death to pull a trash bag. And then there was another time when she came to me. And she goes, hey, John, I need you to 
I need you to replace some light bulbs. The fluorescent light bulbs that you see in the stores and buildings and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. That's not a problem. Yeah, she didn't tell me that they were the ones that were like 30 or 50 feet up in the air, you know. So here I am standing on this ladder and I can see everything going on in the store trying to change these light bulbs, trying not to fall off to my death. Um, but yeah, um, like I said, I think she was trying to kill me because she was always doing stuff like that. Uh, like for example, one day she was like, John, I need you to go on the back and I need you to help, um, so-and-so that's a stalker. So I went back there and I, I said, what do you need? And he goes, oh, I need you to get into the cardboard bailing machine and I need you to, um, clean it. So here I am in this big hydraulic death machine, cleaning it out. And in all honesty, the state of Arizona, you are not allowed to use any type of equipment or be inside or do any maintenance on any equipment until you're 18. So they broke a lot of laws when I was there, but I never complained. I just did it. I complained except for the bomb incident. And then there was one night when I was at work and I was helping an old lady out, put her groceries in her trunk and she was impatient and she decided that she wanted to slam her trunk lid down, didn't bother to check if I was out of the way and she literally closed my head in the trunk. I ended up with a concussion Um, and at the time my boss let me drive home. So here I am driving home with a concussion. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I think she had it out for me. I really do. Um, But yeah, and the one thing that I will say about that job was I did have a good time, did, did a lot of stupid stuff like I've done in the past, but, um, it was an enjoyable job. I kick myself because I left that job. Um, if I would have stayed, um, I could have retired about three years ago, (laughs) but to each its own, you know, you don't think about it long term like that. Um, and then my next job after that, I was working at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, I was a delivery driver, and yes, they did deliver. And it is amazing the people you meet when you're delivering chicken. All right. I had a delivery driver that would always say, Yeah, I gave them free chicken because they gave me some extracurricular activities when I dropped off their chicken. And I'm like, dude, you're freaking lying. Don't be lying. Well, one day I took one of the orders that he usually took. And sure enough, this lady was trying to get free chicken. And at the time, I didn't really think about it. I just wanted to freaking get on to my next delivery. So she ended up paying. (laughs) And um, yeah, it was now that I think about it in the past, a lot of opportunities there, but I was just, I don't know. I was just so focused on getting on to the next delivery and making the money um, 
that I just went. I didn't, yeah. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> uh, anyway. But yeah, I mean, just over the years, I've I've worked some, some crazy jobs. Uh, I did have a job where... Um, I worked at a gas station. Uh, and it was family owned. The owner's daughter was my boss and the owner's daughter was married to uh, the service tech at the gas station well needless to say there was some extracurricular activity going on between myself and uh, the owner's daughter who was my boss um I didn't mess up that one. Let's just put it that way. Um, but yeah, and it was really awkward when you know you're working with her husband on a daily basis, um, and you're going and visiting his wife every day after you get out of school. Um, but you know, perks of the job. Perks of the job. Um, let's just put it this way: I never got in trouble. <laughs> um. I always got the hours I wanted. And I was always able to do very little work when I was there. Except after hours. I did a lot of work after hours. But anyway. Um, yeah. And then I started in the medical field. Medical field uh, is a different type of animal. Um Really, I mean, yeah, the medical field is one of the biggest customer service um, jobs that's out there um, in the world. Um, but you just deal with a lot of different attitudes and a different lot of personalities. You know, unfortunately, me being um, a guy in a female-dominated profession, uh, I literally had to change my approach to a lot of things uh, because I couldn't come at it like I normally did because I would have been ran out <laughs> ostracized uh, so I had to learn how to think um, differently at the office I always joked around with um, the ladies in the office um, when they were like oh John's the only guy and I'm like yeah I'm in straight too um, I have my time of the month, so I can be grouchy too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining. I mean, I've had some really good experiences in the medical field. A lot of good people I've worked with. But the one thing that I have to talk about is you always have that one person in any job that you have that is the biggest ass kisser that you will ever see in your life. I'm talking about the person that has their head so far up your boss's ass that they wear them like earmuffs on a cold day, all right? Um, those people, I cannot stand them. I literally cannot. You know, it's like, why do you have to kiss ass, you know? If you're kissing ass, that means you must think you can't do the job or, you know, it's just... If, fucking frustrating to tell you the truth um 
whenever I had those type of people, when I worked with them, uh, I made their life living hell. I literally did. Um, I would do things to them um, without their knowledge just to make their life a little bit worse. Um, and I'm not saying that I, you know, was rude or anything like that. I just did little things just to irritate them. And it wasn't because I was jealous because I, I worked circles around them. I just didn't kiss ass. I just showed I could do the job without having to warm my ears up. But yeah, uh, as a manager, um, when I have an employee in my office like that, those are the employees that I zero in on. And I'm like, okay, fine. You want to kiss my ass and uh, try to get more things out of me and be preferential treatment, then fine. (laughs) You're going to earn it. And those are the people that I come at hard and I give them so much work to do that they literally tap out. They literally give up because they'll come to me and they're like, John, how come you're giving me so much more work than everyone else? And my response to them is, well, you kind of seem like you're, um, I say it in a different term, but I usually say, you know, you're, you, you kind of come across as you're an ass kisser, you know, that you, uh, want to be the favorite of the manager, you know? And I said, so I'm going to treat you like that. If you want to come at me and act like you're my number two, then I'm going to treat you like a number two. And they're like, no, 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 that's not, that's not the case at all. So usually I break them. I usually break them of that habit. And then everyone gets along together, gets along and it's copacetic in the office. But yeah, I literally break them just because I cannot stand it. And I tell them when I start a new position, I say, I do not like people that kiss ass. I said, so if that is your intention and you think you're going to get farther ahead than me, than anyone else in here, that's not the case. Yeah. People that kiss ass, I don't know. They, they're just a different person. All right. Um, it's kind of like that movie a couple of years ago with Reese Witherspoon and Matthew Broderick called Election. Uh, Reese Witherspoon's character. Whew, that that person, that type of person, makes my skin crawl. I literally, yeah. And as a as an instructor now, um, I don't have those type of students. Um, I mean, I'm sure I do, but I think I just don't pay attention just because I'm so busy. And if they want to be that type of person, then so be it. Because I'm not giving them any other special treatment. They're just going to get the same assignments as everyone else. Um, But yeah. Just... Yeah. And then you got the people that you work with that always seem to have some type of drama come up in their life. It's literally, um, oh my God, my cat died today. I can't come in. Oh my God, a branch fell out of my house. I can't come in. You know, it's always something. You always have those people. And those are the people that always seem to keep their job. They always have some pitiful excuse that you have some sap of a manager that will believe them. 
or those are the ass kissers and the boss lets him get away with it. Like, for example, I worked at a place where one of my coworkers' dog died. All right. Now, I'm not saying I'm not a, I'm not a cold hearted person. I love my dogs and I love my pets, but this lady, her dog died. All right. She took a week off of work. She couldn't function. And I was sitting there like, what? And my boss literally gave her the week off. She called HR and HR was like, yes. And they even paid her bereavement. Yes, they paid her bereavement. And I was trying, I looked at the handbook and I'm like, where's fucking pet death at on the fucking bereavement? And I asked my boss about that and she goes, it's special circumstances. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, my parakeet is on life support at the hospital so, uh, when they die, uh, I'm going to expect three days off. And her response was, let's not be sarcastic, John. And I'm like, what? I'm just saying my pet parakeet that I've had for six months is dying. And I have to, I have to be by its side and I have to make funeral arrangements to flush it down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, it's, people are just so fucking weird and wired differently. I mean, it's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. You know, this lady that her dog died. I mean, and she had to take a week off. Shit, when my youngest daughter passed away, I took three days off and I had to be forced to go to the hospital because I didn't want to miss work. You know, uh, it's just all about the person's makeup and just l- knowing how to deal with stuff, I guess. But man, yeah. And then, um, I had a guy when I worked at the grocery store that he was always, always up the boss's ass. And it's because she was a young, attractive woman. And we're like, dude, you're like 15. She's 30. You ain't getting none. And he's like, that's not what it's about. And we're like, dude, you probably change her freaking tampon or something. You're so close to her. But yeah, it was. Yeah, just. Just crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, I worked at a. At a car dealership um, when I was. I think I was 19. I was working two jobs. Um, and I was a lot attendant. So I had to drive cars back and forth from the service drive back to the back and then pull them back up to the service um, tech um, to have work done. And it was me and a buddy's cousin that we worked together. And there was like seven of us. Well... This guy, the the head guy, the service, whatever he was, the dispatcher, always gave the cushy jobs to the other guys. And me and um, this guy that was a friend of mine um, always got the shitty jobs. So one day I was sitting there and it was probably like, I don't know, 110 outside. And they were all sitting up in the little tower 
where they dispatch. And I literally was down there running around on this hot pavement, getting out of hot cars, taking them to the service drive and doing this and doing that. And the guy was just giving me a hard time. I mean, he was literally on me all day. And I literally, I drove the car that I had to the service um, tech, put it in the bay, got on my walkie-talkie. And I said, well, I can't remember what his name was. I said, hey, why don't you or one of your little um, minions up there get your freaking asses down here and you can get my freaking walkie-talkie from the tech. I'm out of here. I freaking left. Um, You know, you can only take so much of being abused at work. Uh, Yeah. And then I had... um, on another, when I was working at the grocery store, uh, I got promoted. Uh, I was uh, manager of um, the snack bar or candy department, and um, and I was eighteen. So, I was doing all the work that needed to be done. My boss, which was a real freaking asshole, um, kept coming over and kept riding my ass about cleaning the area and I had cleaned it I mean this thing was as clean as it has ever been and he literally walked up looked at the shelf and said there's some dust that's not good enough you need to do it again I fucking I took off my apron and I threw it at him and I said you can do it your fucking self and I turned around and walked out I walked to my friend's house and my friend worked there and I said, he's going to be calling you to come in. Don't go in. And so sure enough, the phone rings and it's him. And my friend's like, oh no, man, I'm busy. I can't come in. I said, he goes, the earliest I can come in is my schedule shift. So he walks in on his shift and this guy has never worked the department before. And the whole place is a freaking mess. My friend walks in and he goes, man, this place is a mess. He goes, I thought John was working today. He goes, Mr. Ross no longer works at this establishment. And it was freaking hysterical. And I walked in later that day. I walked in and he glared at me from across the way. And yeah. And the funny thing is, is a couple of years later, I was at uh, my job working at a doctor's office, a pediatrician's office. (laughs) He came in with his kid, (laughs) his newborn. Talk about awkward. That motherfucker didn't know what to say. I literally walked in there. I did everything and I walked out and his mouth was open like, holy shit. Uh, But yeah, it was freaking hysterical. It's a small world. It really was. I mean, I was professional and everything, but man, I just wanted just to freaking go off on him but yeah uh yeah anyway so this is about it i gotta start heading into work uh so you all have a good rest of your day uh holidays are coming up uh i'm gonna do some holiday podcasts but uh it's been real 
I'm glad you got to enjoy my um, sitting outside of work podcast. Um, didn't really see any bad drivers. I was kind of disappointed. I was hoping to make some comments, but oh well. You all have a good rest of your day and have a good rest of your week. Hoping to get some more done this week on episodes, all right? Have a good day.